Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome, everyone, to the Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about NXT back in black and gold, and I'm gonna talk about Bandito, uh, apparently now a hot free agent in a bidding war with the WWE and AEW. I'm gonna talk about that. I'm gonna talk about Bandito's booking in AEW, and uh, yeah, so I'm fired up. I'm fired up to record. I'm fired up to talk about both these topics here. Um, I know I was mentioning I was going to talk about some Noah this week, but, um, you know, this week has been crazy at my house. Uh, wife's birthday's today. Happy birthday to my beautiful wife, Katrina, as I record this. She's exhausted, mother of three, um, busy, busy day, and she turned in. So I'm like, you know what? I'm getting this podcast recording it early because we have a lot of stuff planned this weekend. October is the busiest, one of the busiest months of the year for us we love october my her birthday is in october obviously my birthday is in october at the end of the month and we just love halloween our house is just looks so beautiful um with our blow-ups that we have up there the lighting we have um we are and i say this with full confidence the best house on the block when it comes to Halloween decorations, when it comes to Christmas decorations, when it comes to any decorations, the La Roca house is the very best on our street. So um, we're busy running around every weekend, and uh, it's fun. We, we we love it. Three kids keep us busy. My, my son Hunter's in T-ball now. Played a few games already. It's always an interesting time out. You know, he's four years old, and... Oh, man, he has such a personality out there. You just never know what you get. T-Boss is so much fun. It's just these cute, they're all these cute kids out there just, you know, just learning the game of baseball and just just making me laugh the whole time, you know. And and he has fun with it, but he also gets tired. You just never know what you're going to get. So we have that coming up uh, this weekend. So as you're listening to this, this is on Thursday. I'm uh, recording this, but you'll be hearing this on the weekend. So hopefully... He'll be going two for two, and um, he won't try to grab the ball after he hits it. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that this weekend. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about NXT back in black and gold. They were on hiatus for a couple weeks. They did some, not hiatus, they had some tape shows um, with the old 
multicolor logo ring, um, and they kind of updated the CWC and and changed things around a little bit. Nothing too drastic. They did open up the uh, the uh, area that's you know of the ring to the left of the hard cam. Uh, you know, from the entrance way, they opened that up because they had a really tight, tight area. Of, uh, I believe Vince McMahon wanted a more uh, fan interactive experience, so he wanted the fans to be close to that entrance way, and that's cool in one way. But I think when you have, you know, dive outs and you know, throw uh you know, over the top rope being thrown over the top rope, big bumps over the top rope. You know, that little narrow area is very dangerous. You can clip yourself on those corners or that plexiglass. And I just always felt uncomfortable every time anyone went outside to uh, that direction of the ring because I was so scared they are going to really hurt themselves. So they opened that up, the entranceway up. It's a lot wider for, you know, more room for the guys for their safety and also gives them more of a filming you know, room to film and get better angles on stuff, especially the brawls that kind of happen in that area. And there's a lot that usually happens in that area, of course, because, um, you know, the CWC is still a small building. So a lot of the stuff that they're going to shoot, tax and whatnot, are usually going to be at that entrance way. So that helps the, helps the director, helps the producers, you know, really get those shots that they need to get. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of decided, like, you know, I'm not going to watch those tape shows. Um, even though I heard, like, Axion and Nathan Frazier is really good, I kind of want to go back and watch that before I watch the uh, the final match, which I think is coming up next week. I, I'm a big fan of both those guys. Axion, now, A-Kid, now in a mask, just fantastic wrestler. I just enjoy him. I just wish he didn't have the mask. Um, I know there's an argument to say, like, well, the name A-Kid – probably won't be the main event name. And I, I get that. I never liked the A-Kid name. I always thought he should get a just a full name and, and and you know, drop the A-Kid thing. But I just kind of miss his facial expressions. You know, he really was so good um, beyond just the technical stuff, the smoothness of his work. But what made it all work was those facial expressions, showing the, showing the pain, showing the determination to get a hold. And, you know, he's just... A, a really talented athlete and talented talent. And same thing with Nathan Frazier. Um, that kid is amazing. I I think he's one of the best flyers in wrestling along with Darby Allen because both those guys do the same thing. They attack with their flying. They're not going for uh, 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 style points when they fly. They're, they're going to, to attack you. And, you know, it brings me back to the days of a Dynamite Kid when he would jump out of the ring or a Tiger Mask, a, a Chris Benoit. Um, they would feel like they were attacking. They weren't trying to go out there and just do like triple flips. And so I need to go back and watch that match. That's if, you know, I'm going to pick and choose certain matches to probably go back to watch on those tape match when I have time. But, you know, wrestling just moves so fast. There's always something new happening. And so I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to take a, take a little break from the, these tape shows. I want to see what they have planned for this the live show, the now, the black and the gold's back. Um, and maybe I had just, my expectations were way too high. I just, it felt like the logo changed, but it still felt like 2.0 to me. 
And I know there's going to be a transition of talent. Um, they're still using a lot of the uh, a lot of the greener talent still on the show. Um, but what's the, and I don't mind the greener talent. It's just, it doesn't really bother me. It's just the the goofiness of the skits are still there. Um, I love Pretty Deadly. I think they're just one of the best tag teams in the world right now. I think they're very underrated, unappreciated by you know the so-called experts out there. You know when they talk about the best tag teams in wrestling. You really have to talk about Pretty Deadly and put them in there. And um, they're definitely in that top 10 of best tag teams in the world today. They're just entertaining. They can they can work. Great looks. Great size. Um, you know, but they opened the show up doing this this, this skit. And it you know, came out looking like, you know, old Englishmen from, the, I don't know. It just, it just, oh, fuck, it was just. It was bad. It just kept going and going and going. And, you know, their delivery is fine. It just kept going and it was getting no heat. And I felt bad for these guys. Like, they don't need me. They be pretty deadly. Be these, uh, you know, super uh, self absorbed models. These guys that they think they own the world and they're better than everyone. And, um, you know, be those guys, you know, side play check. I love all that stuff. That stuff's great. But just, just this just did not work. And it, again, it brought me back to that feeling of ugh, this 2.0 feeling that ran me off, you know, that made me stop. It was hard to get through this, a lot of those 2.0 shows. And, you know, the Brawn Brutes came out and that was a nice surprise for the crowd. And, um, and that's cool. And they had a good, a good main event match that, but, I just, I was already left like, uh, you know, those old feelings of 2.0. And then we go to the parking lot, and even the um, the commentator, wasn't Vic Joseph, he's on his honeymoon, so congratulations to Vic Joseph and Mc, uh, Mackenzie on getting married. That's, that's great. I, I like Vic Joseph a lot, and I hope he comes back as the, I think he is already, I think they, they did a big switcheroo with the, uh, the commentators, but Vic Joseph is still going to be, um, the uh the lead play i play in nxt because i think he does a great job and and mckenzie does a great job as backstage interviewer i kind of wish you know booker t's slotted in there with vic joseph i'm not a fan of that but i think he's kind of just holding the spot open for when wade barrett will be transferred back to nxt and then pat mcafee would when he starts back with on smackdown he'll go over maybe replace wade or maybe there'll be a three-man booth i hope not but We'll see what happens there. Uh, McAfee might be... Uh, I'm guessing he's going back to SmackDown. I think Fox would definitely want McAfee back on that show. Um, and, you know, the comment... I felt bad. I forget his name. I know he does a level-up show. I don't watch the show. But he says, like... And we and we go to the most, you know, dangerous place in the uh, CWC, the parking lot. And I've been making that joke for well over a year and a half now. And so, gave me a chuckle to hear it that joke said here and that's what because every episode multiple times something happening in that parking lot like you gotta take a different way into that building you know maybe park in the front man it might be better than back state back the back parking lot i don't know what they need to do these guys do but here comes toxic attraction we see uh jc jane and Gigi dolan get out of the out of this suv we assume mandy rose is in there uh but uh Abby Fire comes in. I'm just gonna call her Kaylee Ray. I hate her name that she has now. She's Kaylee Ray to me, and always will be. 
she comes out, just hits Gigi with the bat, hits JC with the bat, and she jumps in the car, and the and the SUV just speeds off. And I'm like, why would they speed off? First of all, trying to get away, but if, the, if someone jumps in your car, you're not trying to speed off. You're trying to get out of the car, get some help, right? She just attacked two people with a baseball bat, and you know, she just hits her the base. Two, these two girls with the baseball bat, and they're fine to wrestle later. I know uh, one. I think Gigi Dolan was the one that was at her midsection tape, and it's like that's that's what that's the sad place we're in in this world now in wrestling. That baseball bats just mean nothing, you know. That just really upset me. Um, Carmella Hayes was next up. We had a match finally. Carmella Hayes versus Oro Mensa, the former Oliver Carter in uh, NXT UK. And I was a, a fan of Oliver Carter's in NXT UK. I thought he was a, a really good young talent. I actually really enjoyed his tag team with Ashton Smith. I thought they played a really good babyface tag team. You had the Flyer and Oliver Carter, and you had Ashton Smith, who was um, would come in with the power, and he was also very athletic. Uh, they had some really, really good matches um, in NXT UK, and and uh, I, I just thought that tag team should have been together longer and but you know maybe ashton smith obviously his contract wasn't picked up and you know or maybe he just couldn't due to other reasons couldn't come to the united states but you know oromensa looks like a, a young kid you know can could t- take that risk and come to the united states and um he looked a lot leaner than i last saw him in nxt uk and um you know he's already in this ladder match at Halloween Havoc is coming up in a few weeks. It's a multi-man ladder match just for the vacant North America Championship, which they took it off Solo Sokoa and which I thought was a bad move. I I, I didn't I heard about it and I was like, yeah, I get it. Like logically it makes sense. But also like logically, why do you wrestle the match? Like you could have stopped him, right? Like you could have stopped him. You can't wrestle because you're not signed here. Um, plus I think it looks cooler and it helps the NXT brand more if Sola Sokoa is NXT North Korea champion on the SmackDown brand with the bloodline, which is the hottest angle in WWE and, and, and really in wrestling right now. What they're doing, they're the hottest group in wrestling. Um, you know, him with that NXT North Korea belt with all the other guys with the championships and the bloodline, like it just looks good and he you can it, the play I play guys can always mention that belt, talk about that belt, talk about the, the NXT, talk about watching it on Tuesdays on USA. Like they just keep, you know, and, and fans that don't watch NXT on a regular basis can be like, oh, you don't want to check that out because I like like Solo Sokoa. What who else is out there? Maybe they don't watch it. You know, you can't assume every WWE fan watches every show, obviously. So, and it's just a way to help use these three brands that help cross promote each other. And I know that's what triple H is doing now. You could tell by, you know, you know, guys and gals showing up on all the different brands, which I think is good. Um, I mean, cause the brand thing is all just wacky, you know, splitting this roster here and there. I think it's kind of cool that people kind of go back and forth and fresh up their both shows. And I'm cool with that. Um, but or Menza, he won a match apparently to get into this, ladder match a five-way ladder match i believe it is and it's like now he's here doing a job to carmela hayes and like why don't we just get him over first let's let's have him win a few you know let let him have him win a few going into the ladder match and 
Um, you know, WWE does this a lot of times too. You see this, like they'll have like a multi-man match, and then throughout the weeks leading up, they'll either face each other in singles matches and whatnot. But um, I just, I don't know. Especially Ormens is so new, and I just don't like starting people off. And he, at least he started with a win. But still, he's like he's back to losing, you know, right away. And it's, it's like, hey, you got momentum. You got to create momentum with this guy. Even though he's might be probably not even winning that ladder match, I don't think he will become the next North American champion. But like, let's let's get some steam on him. Let's make let's make him one of the favorites. Let's make all the guys in the match guys who could win. Like you believe that could win that that North American championship. Um, Carmelo Hayes, you know, he's really good. Uh, he has some limitations, still very green, but he feels his character. He knows his character. You believe, you know, he's this, 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 this guy. He thinks he's the A champion. Um, Trick Williams might be, you know, really green in that ring. And, but man, the package between those two guys together, is it was a really fun act. Um, a part I did like on the show was Damon Kemp as a heel. Um, the stuff in the back of the Creed brothers and in, in the, uh, the training room, that was again, just the scripted material. These guys had to read just didn't, just didn't feel, feel real Duke Hudson coming in and just talking trash. And, and he, it's just, just didn't feel natural. You know, I wish, I kind of wish for NXT at least may let some freedom happen with the promos. Like just, Maybe do the bullet points, and I'm sure some guys can do that. But like most, a lot of talent, you could tell it's just, just they're just memorizing these these scripts that they're getting for these promos, and they're just robotically saying them because they're trying to remember what they're trying to hit their lines, and it's not natural. I say you just kind of like, hey, this is our NXT is the developmental program still, you know. Let's make no bones about it, and let's let's have them. Go out there and give them bullet points and let them work through it. This is a show to work through it on. And when they go to the main roster and, you know, once you have it down to where you can cut a promo without reading a script or just having bullet points, I think if you're given a script, yeah, it might be a little bit challenging. But I think they'll they'll be more natural with it, in my opinion. You know, look at Randy Orton. You know, I know he's been doing it for a very long time, but he, he gets stuff and he's reading and you know, and his whatever he gets his delivery so good. I think, but he had the experience before. You know, he didn't. You know, yet he, he was able to have a little more freedom. So I don't know. I just like to see that, and then it just wouldn't make the show just feel so fake. Um, you know, and this of course this sets up a match with Julius Creed and and Duke Hudson, and they had a nice little match. I feel bad for Duke Hudson. I don't understand why this guy. Yeah, I don't know. Vince never saw anything him, which I'm shocked. This guy's six foot five, looks like a million bucks, and can work, can talk, has that look, has that cocky, arrogant look. He just comes out, you just want to smack him. You just oh, this guy thinks he's full of himself. But he, he backs it up because, you know, and he's it was good in this match. It was a short match. He was aggressive on Julius. Julius, you know, quickly got the upper hand and won quickly. And you can see Julius Creed is a guy they feel is a future star if they uh, and i know some people have compared him to uh, kurt angle which is that's a pretty big pretty big shoes to fill but you know i, I don't want to put that on him but you can see like he's one of those guys that just took to this and 
Um, you know, still very raw, still very green, but you know, he has, you know, not only this great amateur style with the suplexes and he also has, you know, a good promo, good attitude. And, um, I like, I like, I like it. I like it with his screw stuff. He does when it's like stuff with him and David camp. That was good. That was good. There might be a little steam on that, <laughs> that stuff between these guys. There might be some really, some, some, some real competition from back in their, uh, their collegiate days. Uh, but I like this promo with, with David Kent. I like David Kent's promo. You know, he's just a natural. He loves it. You can see this guy loves it. At least that's what it comes off to me on, t- on video on, on TV. Like this guy loves it and he wants to be successful at this. And I think he's going to be a lot more sex- successful than his brother is at this. Cause I just think he, he just, he just feels it more. And I thought he did a tremendous job in his promo. And I, and it was one of the highlights of the show. And I'm like, okay, this is okay. This is the stuff I see the good, you know, let's keep going with this. Um, NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan. Even if you live far away, like maybe you like the bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday ticket, your out of market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And Andre Chase, Von Wagner, North American title, ladder match, qualifying match. You know, Andre Chase is a nice cult following gimmick. Um, and he's technically a good wrestler. Just the, just the outfit drives me insane. It just it just looks goofy. I kind of wish he'd go to being a singlet and or maybe just being a manager. I know he's a good talent technician in the ring and he's a good guy you can get out there and have have can have a good match with anyone but i just well, well put him in the singlet you know and being a player coach with that i just the 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 slacks and the sweater you know you could do the chase you stuff it just 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 bring it some back to some reality here you know like i think a lot of people that tune in will see that and they'll just tune tune out um but the match was was a good a good match. It's just that that outfit from from Andre Chase just drives me insane. I'm happy to say that Von Wagner has really improved. Uh, he's another guy when we saw Two Point Starter was very nervous, very uncomfortable in his skin out there. But now you see he's he's getting it. You can see he feels it more. He understands what he's doing now. Uh, he he understands what he can do and. He understands the limitations, and um, I like Von Wagner. I, I root for the guy because the because I root for him because he shows this improvement. You know, like you can see he wants it. So I hope he continues to improve. And you know, I know Vince obviously saw he was going to be this big deal 
And I don't know if he's going to be that big of a deal, but, you know, hey, let's hope. I still think he'd be a good guy in the card in the middle, you know, and there's, like, nothing wrong with that. I'm going to talk about that later in my next topic. But uh, he, you know, I definitely see him on the, on, the, on the main roster for sure, for sure. There was a segment with Senga and Nathan Frazier in the back just talking, and Senga's, you know, like, hey, um, I'm rooting for you to win that ladder match. And Nathan Frazier, he's such a natural promo. Like, he's good. Like, with this script stuff, he delivers it really well. And I want to see an edge with this guy a little bit. You know, he's always just too happy. You know, he's always just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know this segment wasn't supposed to be him fired up and yelling, but he's always like that. You know, he's just kind of always, I want to see him just get, want to get someone. I want to see him in some, like, in a program, and hopefully we'll get that soon. Um, and he you know, he might be one of the guys that walks away with that North Panther Championship. I hope not. Oh, God, that's going to be so scary. And I don't know what's what with NXT. Maybe Shawn Michaels deal. He just loves ladder matches, you know. It's just, I swear, like, it felt like, it felt like, what, in 2021, even 2020, it's like every takeover or special event had a ladder match to it. And it's like, here we go again, another ladder match. Um, I expect some craziness out of that match, though, for sure. Definitely. Um, And then Nathan Frazier leaves. Goes off camera, and here comes Veer with Sanga. And uh, they're already kind of reforming their tag team on the Coconut Loop. And I'm cool with that. I'm cool with, you know, Veer and Sanga back as a team. I, I thought Sanga looked good, you know, when he was Grayson Waller's bodyguard. Even though they, they never got him over as a threat. But, like, I thought his work was good when he wrestled. And... Veer, I like Veer's intensity. I think they'll make, you know, God, I love badass tag teams. Like, make them a badass tag team. And, you know, the new version of Authors of Pain. I, but I think they'll be more successful, these guys. You know, I hope. Um, Wendy Chu versus Last Legend. And I see Wendy Chu come out and glad she dropped the pajamas. But her gear looks like she still has the slippers on it. And she still carries a pillow and a, and a drink and a straw. And I just, I don't I think Wendy Chu could just get over his Wendy Chu. You know, drop this. Drop. Don't remind people about the the silliness of that gimmick. You know, and, and I know, like, you want to slowly transition out of it. But in this case, let's just, I think her being Tiffany Stratton in that lights out match was her coming out of this gimmick. Be like, listen, I'm more than just this narcoleptic character. You know, uh, I, you know, I, I really like Wendy Chu because, you know, she's not. She's not the classic, you know, model look that WWE is looking for for years and years and years. I think she's someone that can really appeal to a lot of women and a lot of men and um, young girls. You know, I think she can just be like this super baby face. And, you know, this match here was rough as rough could be. Lash Legend, I, you know, Lash Legend, I think she has a lot, a lot of potential. She's a great athlete. But, man, she needs to be off television and just training. You know, do Coconut Loops where, you know, only a, a small percentage of fan base is, is seeing her, you know, make her mistakes out there. Let her make mistakes in the Coconut Loop. And then when she's ready, bring her in, you know, back with the, with the hopefully a whole new gimmick. Like, let's make us forget about Lash Legend, the talk show host, right? And, um, 
you know, bring 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 her back as as a, just when she's ready and she can handle it. Um, but you know, like the, like I said, the main event was good. There's some stuff with like building up to like vignettes and, or video packages for the uh, main event of Hauling Havoc, which is going to be Braun Breaker defending the NXT Heavyweight Championship against uh, Ilya Dragunov and uh, JD McDonough. Uh, those are cool. I like that. I like Gallus' promo. You know, they're going to come. They're got suspended, quote, quote, and they're going to be coming back, you know, in a, in a, I don't know how long, maybe a month, maybe six weeks, who knows, or maybe sooner. Um, I think this show will improve greatly when that crew from NXT UK is back here full time. I also think there's some signings coming down the pike, some talented signings that will really add to this product. And those signings and the UK crew will push out some of the greener talent that's been used in the 2.0 era. And which I, which for them taking off TV, yes, will feel like, you know, a negative, but I think, you know what? Go get the training. Go get back. Do the coconut loose. Like, get into it. Find the passion for wrestling. Find it. Make yourself better. And and when you're ready, come up. When you're ready, I got you know, like the, a lot of these guys are, and gals are just exposed, and it's too early. Um, and you know, when you put some more experienced talent in there, and then maybe. Maybe things will turn around. So I'm hopeful that's gonna happen. Now, granted, in Heinz, they're in NXT's defense. In NXT's defense, they never promoted anything other than the logo change, right? Or going back to and the color scheme changing. There wasn't like this is a whole new, old whole new era. This is gonna be this big, you know, re-debut or big launch. This is the season premiere. This is, you know, they never really built it up like that from what I saw, and so. So, like I said, maybe my expectations are just way too high. I just want to see the cut down the silliness. Um, I understand there was some silliness in the black and gold days, like, you know, <laughs> um, Cranberry Grimes, The Haunted House, and, you know, with Dexter Loomis and stuff like that. But it, a lot of that stuff just was either just filmed better or there are better performers doing it. It just, I don't know. I'm just not, I just, want them to kind of go back to just NXT we know and love the black and gold brand we know and love and I think we're going to get there I think it might be take some time but I was just really disappointed like and like I said I probably just built it up way too much in my head and my excitement was just through the roof I'm like alright cool I can't wait to see my old NXT and then we got oh this feels like my 2.0 NXT that wasn't a fan of so that's my view. I, I really had to talk about this because I was like, just it, <laughs> just I watch the show. I've been like, just I just keep thinking about like, man, what could they do different? And you know, and it just was. But I'm hopeful. I think they have a smart crew there, and you know, still Triple H is the head of creative, and NXT we all know is his baby. I don't think he wants the quality to go down. I don't think he wants that. 2.0 stink to be honest, but I think they're, there's probably they're saying there's going to be a, a transition and and it's going to be slower, but I kind of want them to speed speed it up a little bit personally. So before I get my next topic, that's going to be about Bandido and the bidding war for 
him, I want to quickly talk about our Patreon. Fight Game Media Plus Patreon is $5 a month. Every day we have shows on there from covering pro wrestling to boxing to mixed martial arts. I myself have a show with Garrett Gonzalez. We're doing a Raw 1998 review. We cover every Raw from 1998, 1998 plus the pay Um And it's been a lot of fun going back, watching these shows. A lot of these shows I forgot about. Um, next year, we're going to be covering Nitro from uh, 1997. And uh, it's going to be a little different format. It's not going to be week to week. Uh, we're going to kind of just talk about the bigger shows. But we're really looking forward to checking out those Nitros. It's been a long time since I've seen those as well. Um, and that's what we have tap coming up in 2023. But we have Robert Silva with this, you know, with the boxing. We have... Uh, Ryan Fredericks and Paul Fontaine with the the mixed martial arts. We have Brace for Impact podcast M on Impact Wrestling. We have the Five Star Joe Show with with the with the Japanese women wrestling. Uh, we have specials from the podcast that's on the free feed, the same feed you're listening to us now on. You know, we have specials on that show. We have specials with interviews with special you know top talent like John Moxie uh, with the uh, uh, top reporters like dave Meltzer, we have we have it we have it all man this as again five dollars a month not that expensive give us a shot for one month five dollars take a break off uh off of starbucks all right maybe starbucks might be a little more expensive now <laughs> but you know there's you know you can still get a you can get away with all the five bucks but you know take a take a take a cut back on one starbucks give fight game you a plus shot i think you're really 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 gonna enjoy it now my last topic I'm going to talk about, Bandito. Bandito recently wrestled uh, on AEW. He wrestled Chris Jericho in the main event. And I was not a fan of this match. Bandito, I, and I, you know, a lot of people think I've been hating on Bandito on social media lately. And it's not, I'm not I don't hate the guy. I, don't, I, don't, I, I, just think, I just see his level. I see his ceiling. Um, you know, I watched this guy in ROH for the buyout. I saw him is is rise up. I saw him win the championship, and and when he won the title, it was very telling that he felt like not the guy in that position. He didn't feel like that guy. I I think he's extremely talented. I think he has a great look with the with the you know. A great name, Bandito. Uh, he's just in great shape. He does some really cool athletic stuff. That fucking moonsault slam on the top rope is nutty. You know, it takes forever to set up, but once he does it, you're like, holy shit. Um, but you know, I just see this guy. I, I think he's a good guy to have on the show, but he's a guy that's always going to be in their middle. You know, Bandito just. He just doesn't speak English really well, and very so he's very limited, very limited on his promos. And I think he's like I said, I, I as I'm wrong with this, middle of the card, put on some exciting performances, wins can lose. Like he's just there, right? Maybe you can give him a few wins and challenge for a title here and there, maybe like a TV main event like we got with. Jericho, but 
if that, right? More probably more of the secretary title, maybe the TNT title. Maybe he could be a TNT champion, though I wouldn't do it for long. But and there's a spinning war going on right now. We you know we found out that he came in, wrestled the match with Jericho, lost, got beat flat, and a lot of people are like, well, he was protected. Jericho raked, pulled his mask down, and listen, the guy got beat flat on his debut in the promotion. Let's let's be clear about that. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I drove me insane when I saw that because I'm like, what? This guy does have talent. And why have him go out there and just get beat flat by Jericho? Because, you know, Tony Khan, you know, they, they say he has a plan. He's a long-term booking. Bullshit, dude. If you had a plan, if you really thought about this, like, you know what? I want to get to Bandito versus Chris Jericho. But I need to get Bandito over first. It's audience. So you have him win, a, you know, start him four weeks out and have him win matches, have him win matches, have him win matches. Talk about him being a former ROA champion if you're going to, you know, and you're going to go that route with Jericho. And then, yeah, now you're ready for this match. And now you can do the match they did with the finish they did because the fans already seen them as a winner. And, and now they saw him be cheated. Now, now, now that works. But the first time they see him, even a little poke of the eye, it wasn't even that, like, stood out that much, you know, it, a it's just tapping out. I mean, fuck. What a way to start a guy out, right? But apparently he didn't have a contract. So after that match is over, Tony Khan came with an offer. And a lot of people thought he signed a deal. But then it was reported today that he hasn't signed a deal. He's actually weighing an offer from the WWE. And and I get why WWE's doing it because it's it's – it's a, war, a bit of a war, right, with the WWE and AEW right now. And, you know, they might not need Bandito and WWE, but they're going to fuck around and, you know, and just take one from Tony. Then it's going to kind of irritate them, right? Uh, or even if they don't even, even, if they don't even want them, they, they're just kind of having a chuckle and having Tony, you know, keep raising the price to keep get Bandito. Um, in WWE, same thing's going to happen with him. I think he'll be featured on NXT. That's probably where he'll start out. Um, I can see him doing, you know, he could be a main event guy there. I bet most, I bet if he goes to NXT, he'll be featured first. Probably be a North American title guy, maybe get a chance with the title. But again, with no promo ability, he's going to be right in the middle, especially in WWE. I mean, and his work he does exciting stuff, but his work is not that great. Like we, you see the the flash, but he the, a lot of those smaller things that make matches when you're watching him that really bring you into these matches. That really the small details he just doesn't have them. I mean, shit, watch those punches he throws at Jericho when that match opens is pathetic, right? So if he goes WWE. Again, middle. He's going to be middle anywhere he goes on a national television. Now, for an indie, PWG, yeah, he's probably made that guy there. But when it comes to the big time national TV, he's in the middle. He's, you know, same as the Lucha Brothers. He's in that, he's in that spot. If he goes in AEW, Tony's going to push him. From, from, he's going to start pushing him now. You know, you know he's less lost. He's going to start 
give them TV time and everything, trying to get him over. But when that that when he's done with this toy of Bandito, he's gonna be off to another. What remember Dante Martin? A lot of people was like, well, he's definitely gonna be used better than Dante Martin. You know, Tony was definitely used better than Dante Martin. Eh, same guy, same exact guy. If you really look at it, exciting flyer, no personality, right? And it's, you're going to get the same thing. You're going to get the same thing as he did with Dante Martin, as he done with other people. You know, give him there for a few weeks, six weeks, whatever, and all of a sudden they're on dark. Look at Dante Martin now. Remember all that stuff they did with him for weeks? He's wrestling everyone. Fucking the who's who in AEW they're trying to give him with and get him over. You know, haven't had these, these great matches to get him over. Look where he's at now. He's not still wrestling dark and teaming with Matt Seidel. Someone mentioned, like, well, they are probably waiting for his brother to come back, and that fell through. Like, dude, top flight. I mean, you can go to it again, and, and, and that's fine. But that push that he was getting felt like he was above being a tag team guy, right? And he just was back to it. So I think that's going to happen to Bandito. Um, and I'm saying is he's a bad signing for anyone for WRED. I'm just saying, like let's 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 pump the brakes on who this guy you think is gonna be. Uh, he he's what's, what's he's gonna give you the middle. He's gonna keep he's gonna be fine in the middle. Like I said, I don't want to you know I keep saying that a lot, but that's that's what he is. That's what he's gonna be. Because uh, what are you gonna do? He can't he can't cut. A promo. So you can't have Bill to some big grudge match because he can't hold his end of that bargain. Look at the Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers are really in the middle <laughs> because they don't do much. They come in, they have their they do their flying and their bad wrestling and do their spots, and that's it. They're you know Ray Phoenix probably should be bigger than he is. No. A lot has to do with the booking, of course. Tony Khan, he's, he's, he's obviously a lot of things got changed on him, and and it does suck as a booker and things changed. But you just gotta be able to pivot. And I thought with after that drama with CM Punk and the Bucks and Omega, I thought he had a good start. But now, like this last few weeks, to me, it feels like this ROH show and ROH this and ROH that. It's like, dude. Let's drop this ROH shit. You should never. That's cool. You want to buy. You want to buy a library. That's cool. You want to try to relaunch it. That's cool. But wait till you have a, a plan and 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 a television show that you can really launch it. Don't force it on your AEW show because it just confuses everything. It just looks like a mess, and it is. And you have you know Jericho, you now you have Jericho's champion, and that sounds good on paper, but he his gimmick is he's making fun of it. So now you're making fun of a brand that's not even alive really right now, barely alive, right? And he's just making fun of it. So when it launches, people are like, oh, that's that's the promotion that Jericho treated as a joke, right? So that's my thoughts on Bandito and. Again, the bidding war, you know, you might think, well, look at them. WWE, they're just, <laughs> they want them too. Of course, they, they, they're they just, 
it's just this is this is the game. This is the game you play. You know, not not to you know, you know that's what it is. Yeah, let's throw some money at Bandy. Let's just take him. And then we then they sign w, they they sign him like hey you know we sign we got him and it just looked cool that you know he W's is just a you know more desirable um, place to be because Bandito signed with WWE right you know she gets that over but then if he goes to AEW W's not really worried about you know how they look in that he's getting the kick because it probably drove the price up and then they make Tony Khan spend more money he has more money he has a lot of it you know he can he can he could probably pull out bid W in a lot of cases but if that's the case he would have signed with Kevin Owens he had a pass on Kevin Owens because it was too much for him at the time. Maybe it won't be in his next TV deal he gets. Maybe the TV deal will get an increase where he can not start helping. But, you know, it's Tony Khan and it really is still a businessman. So, he, you know, if he does, you know, he's also, he has money to play with. But I think he's, you know, can't dip all the way into the, you know, the pot just yet. And <coughs> we'll see what happens in the future. But. So yeah, so I just wanted to talk about some NXT, talk about some Bandito, <laughs> and I hope you uh, enjoyed this Take It On podcast, uh, and I hope everyone has a good weekend. Be safe and take care. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Follow me on Twitter, LaRockaJL. Let me know what you thought about NXT. Are you still hopeful you're going to see some changes? Was uh, last week's episode, this week's, sorry, excuse me, this week's, past Tuesday's episode was a disappointment to you? Um... What am I missing when I look at Bandito? What should I... If you believe he should be main event guy, explain it to me. Explain it to me. I would love to hear it. Um, please, try to convince me. Um, or do you agree? Like, you know, do you do you see what I see? I would love to hear the feedback on, on both. So, everyone, have a good weekend. Take care and be safe. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.